Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the follower of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour of the day the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, proclaiming that now more than ever, it's time to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be back in Sugarland, Texas, with my friend and brother in Messiah Yeshua, Dr. Andy Woods. Andy, great to be with you again on Watch Therefore. Uh, it's always a joy to be back and to talk about things that are eternal and things that we both believe very strongly in. Yeah, we need to keep our mind on things above. Amen. Right? Amen. And, and so. Um, we have a very special program, and and Andy loves to talk about the subject of the first half of our program today. And you're going to be with us the whole program today. Mm-hmm. And for that, I'm very thankful. We have been discussing, and you write a lot about, and certainly since it's on the Lord's heart, it should be on our heart. Mm-hmm. And that's Israel in Bible prophecy. Mm-hmm. So, Andy, I'd like to, to um, you know, the folks listen to me all the time. I'd like them to hear you share some thoughts about the centrality of Israel and Bible prophecy. And, 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 and what does that matter to the person who's watching today? Okay, mm-hmm. Israel and Bible prophecy. What's that have to do with me? Mm-hmm. Okay? So having said that, let her rip. Well, I think the story of Israel really starts with Genesis 12 and verse 3, you yeah. know, where God called Abram, whose name hadn't even been changed yet, to Abraham uh, from the Ur of the Chaldeans, and he made him a promise. He says, through you and your lineage, your physical descendants, I'm going to bless the world. And so God has chosen to bless planet Earth through the physical descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's not my plan. That's not your plan. That's the Creator's plan. That's how he decided to work. He's in a position where he can kind of do what he wants, isn't he? Amen. <laughs> and our goal is just to figure out what he said, not to impose something. That's right. And so if you think about it, every blessing that we have today has come to us through the physical descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Right. Uh, the first being the Scripture. Absolutely. Every writer of this book, the only one they debate even debate anymore is Luke. You know, people say Luke was a Gentile. Even that's debatable. Mm-hmm. But other than Luke, who wrote Luke and Acts, every writer of this book was uh, Jewish, Hebrew. And then, of course, Jesus Christ, the second blessing, our Savior, was Jewish. Mm-hmm. Matthew is very good connecting the genealogy of Christ back to David, back to Abraham, Matthew chapter 1. And so you asked me the question, what is the centrality of Israel in Bible prophecy? I like to call Israel the gift that keeps on giving. Wow, <laughs> I like that. Unpack that a little bit, yeah. pun intended. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, God has, is not, has not stopped blessing the world through Israel. Yeah. Now, a lot of people believe God has finished blessing the world through Israel. We have the Savior in the Scripture, but you see... 
God is going to use Israel in a place of centrality in the end times. And, uh, for example, following the rapture of the church, he will use 144,000 Jewish evangelists to blanket the world with the gospel. A friend of mine, Marty Getz, likes to call them, he's a Messianic worship leader, Mm -hmm. as you know, Mm -hmm. he likes to call them uh, 144,000 Billy Graham Steins. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) And, you know, it's interesting about a, a Jewish person when they get saved. And you know something about this. Just a little bit, (laughs) right? When the Holy Spirit connects the dots for them, and they see, oh my goodness, Jesus is the Messiah that the Hebrew Bible points to, they just get on fire. The big punch there, isn't there? And you look at Paul and how he turned the world upside down when he came to that revelation. Mm -hmm. And think of the Apostle Paul multiplied by 144,000. I like to think of that. That's a nice thought. And it's it's just going to be tremendous. And Revelation 7 is very clear that each of these uh, evangelists are coming from the 12 tribes of Israel. Unless, yes. you, unless you want to rewrite the passage, which we're not interested in doing. We're interested in figuring Absolutely. out what it says. What it says is what it means, and what it means is what it says. And there's such a resurgence of this replacement theology and analogizing passages that are literal because they had to do with Israel and changing that at the same time that Israel's becoming so prominent in the world today. Yeah. And it's interesting, um, when you get to uh, just a couple of verses, Ezekiel 5 and verse 5, and the second one is in Ezekiel 38 and verse 12. Of course, chapter 38 is the big Gog-Magog invasion. But in both of those verses, the prophet Ezekiel describes Israel or Jerusalem, when you look at both passages together, as living at the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. And I think the Hebrew word translated center is the Hebrew word for navel or belly button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, belly button being the center of the body. Mm-hmm. So as far as God looks at Israel in the end times and uh, sees her as his vehicle to further bless the world... Um, Israel is a big, big deal. And so we have the the Savior from the Hebrew people. We have the scriptures from the Hebrew people. And because Israel is a gift that keeps on giving and God has not finished blessing the world through Israel, we're going to have worldwide evangelization through the Jewish people in the end times. The whole, thing's, the whole thing sounds kind of Jewish. It, it, it's that Jesus the Lord, not only was he Jewish, mm-hmm. he will come back Jewish sitting on the throne of David. Sitting on the throne of David. Wow. And you look at a passage like Isaiah, the third blessing is the kingdom. You look at a passage like Isaiah 2, 2 and 3, where the word of the Lord will go forth, not from Washington, D.C. We both can praise the Lord for that. <laughs> That's right. But the and Bible is very clear <laughs> that it's going to come not from a Gentile city, but it's going to come through Jerusalem. The so, city of the great king, right? Yeah. And so Jerusalem in the kingdom age, the thousand-year reign of Christ, that all of that is headquartered in the literal city of Jerusalem. So, you know, I, I like to phrase it this way. Israel doesn't have a role in the end times. Israel is the role in the end times. And it goes back to what God purposed to do through Abraham. He said, I'm going to bless the world through Israel. He's done that in part. And the greatest blessings, I believe, for planet Earth are on the, even on the horizon. So Israel is very central to the end time program. You know, um, what you just said is also uh, a quote from your book, which we're going to talk about mm-hmm. in the next half of the program. We're going to go to a break in just a little bit. We've got a, little, a, few, a couple minutes left before then. 
But uh, just like uh, time that is ahead of us, like you said, the horizon, we even, I believe the second half of the show is going to be even better than the first half. And there was a dear sister in the Lord that we both appreciate. She's with the Lord now, of course, yeah. but mm-hmm. Corey Ten Boom, who said, in Jesus, the best is yet to come. Mm. And, and we certainly see Israel at the center of that, uh, even now. And, and so, uh, since it's the gift, Israel is the gift that keeps on giving from the Lord, people can be blessed who are watching today mm-hmm. by being on Israel's side, on the Lord's side, as it pertains, as Israel pertains to Bible prophecy right now. Mm-hmm. How can they do that? If there's just a couple ways you could tell people how to do that, what would you say? Well, the Bible very clearly says, going back to Genesis 12, verse 3, I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And, and here's the ultimate way you can bless Israel. You can trust in the Messiah that God has sent through the lineage of Israel. Well said. That's the first thing, isn't it? And if you bless him that way, you've got the greatest blessing Hallelujah. that can be given, which is salvation itself, achieved by faith alone. Eternal redemption. Now, that's a gift that keeps on giving, Amen. isn't it? Amen. And given directly from Israel. Well, Andy, I, am, I, I pray that people are as blessed as I am hearing what you're saying. Amen. And I'm confident uh, that they are. And so, uh, you know, just real quick before we go to break, what's another one or two more quick things? We've got about another 30 seconds. What's another one or two things people can do as it pertains to Israel, blessing Israel, um, that you would say, well, here's what the Bible says. You mm-hmm. can do this right where you sit right now. Well, whenever God blesses something, Satan tries to destroy it. And one of the things you can do is you can speak out on behalf of Israel. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can expose as, as evil in your Bible study or in private conversation, wherever God has you, uh, theologies and agendas, and they're all out there, which try to marginalize Israel or dismiss Israel, even in, even in the church, God forbid. And, you know, on campuses today... Kids are being exposed to BDS movements, boycott, divestment, and sanctions. Mm-hmm. You can take a, a stand against that in conversation and in prayer. And That's great. Find yourself in the stream of blessing, not cursing. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. I like to say it this way. There's two lines. One's a very short line. One's a very long line. And the long line, it's almost like they're fighting to get in front of each other to the front of the line. And what's at the front of the line? Curses being handed out. Mm-hmm. But in that short line, there's blessings being handed out. I want to be in that blessing line, don't you? Amen. That's right. That's right. Well, we're going to go to break and um, and so thankful that just afterwards we have some exciting, important, and, and very helpful things to discuss with you for the way forward in this critical hour. I'm so thankful to be here in this generation as Bible prophecy is fulfilling so fast. And we're here with this watch therefore and be ready message. Proclaiming to the world, come to Messiah Jesus and be saved. Believer in Messiah Jesus, be ready for the anytime coming of our Savior in the clouds. Now our ministry, Watch Therefore, has many facets. We're doing exciting things in preparation for the return of our Savior in the clouds. Our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by John McTernan and myself, is getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and so much more here in the promised land, Israel. We also have our work in the nations, 
Paul said in Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Messiah, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the nations. We have our to the nations ministry poured out for the nations. We just put a water well in a refugee camp ministering to over 500 children in Uganda. We go to them. We show them the Jesus movie. We minister to them. We, we do all kinds of things. And also we go to churches. They're preaching the gospel. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's an exciting time. And we encourage you to sign up for our monthly newsletter so you can keep up with what we're doing here at Watch Therefore Ministries. Now, before I talk about the financial responsibilities we have to keep this ministry on the air, I want to first say this. If you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, please do not give any money to this ministry. However, for those who understand the principles of sowing and reaping, we encourage you to partner with us and let's lay up our treasures in heaven with the Watch Therefore message and our ministry here in Israel and then to the nations. So sign up for our monthly newsletter with the information there on your screen. And for those who haven't yet received Jesus as Lord, we pray that you do so today by the end of this program. Now for anyone who gives a donation, a financial gift that is tax deductible, by the way, to this ministry, we want to give a gift back to you. My book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. I'll be teaching on this book on the program very soon. It's so important, not just for Americans, for everyone in the world. Now, the signs that money, gold, gun, a place in the hills, is it's going to run out on us, folks. It's not going to be a way forward for us. But there is a way the Lord has made for us that you'll find out in my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans today. So for anyone who gives a gift to our ministry, watch therefore for our airtime, which is very expensive, to our ministry blessing Israeli believers, or our work in the nations poured out for the nations. Of any amount, we don't want anyone not to receive this book because of money. A gift of any amount will send this book to you. Now I do want to say this to those who are watching. Maybe the Lord's blessed you financially. And where someone else is in a season where they don't have much to give, they're going to get a book. Maybe you can help make up the difference uh, as you hear from the Lord and sow into this ministry. God bless you. And what we're going to do now is get back to the program, get back to the teaching and watch therefore. May the rest of this program bless you and help keep you as we watch therefore and get ready for the coming of our great Messiah, Yeshua. Welcome back to Watch Therefore, and we continue to be very thankful to be with our friend, Senior Pastor of Sugarland Bible Church, Dr. Andy Woods. Andy, let's keep going. Okay. All right? So, you have written a book uh, called The Coming Kingdom, and I am reading this book, and I'm just, it's just enriching. I'm just really blessed by it. So would you share with our viewers why you wrote this book? And again, practically, how can this help me? And, 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 and what's going on in, in this uh, Christian environment mm-hmm. that would necessitate a, an important book like this? 
Well, probably I started uh, feeling convicted about needing to do something like this when I was teaching at a local Bible college. And I just saw so many millennials being pulled off into what I would call Kingdom Now theology. Mm. And, I and went, what is Kingdom Now theology? Kingdom Now theology is the idea that we're in the kingdom now. There's no real future kingdom, the way the Bible describes it. It mm -hmm. all gets sort of spiritualized, symbolized away, and God has sort of cut the cord of Israel. And the church has become the new Israel in this system. So there's a, it's laced with replacement theology. Replacement theology. Uh, where the church is now no longer Israel. And, excuse me, where Israel is no longer Israel, and the church is Israel yeah. in replacement theology. Yeah. And uh, where you see Israel in the Bible, that means the church, unless it's condemnation and cursing and things like that, <laughs> then it's still the Jews and then yeah. it's still Israel, right? They conveniently leave the curses behind for the Jewish people. <laughs> right. But all the blessings, you know, get taken. And you can't take the Bible literally when you go down that road. Right. And so I kept looking for a source uh, of, of mo you know, a current book that could refute that. And I, I found stuff from prior generations, but nothing recent. Mm. And so I really wrote this with the millennials in mind. I didn't want them to get pulled in so this direction. Important. But the book basically has three parts to it. Part one is explaining the kingdom program from Genesis to Revelation. And if you get into that, you'll get a, th a, th a thematic look at the whole Bible. I've enjoyed it. And I I know and have studied a lot of this, but it does connect dots and it does put things together and it does mm -hmm. really um, fill in blanks. Mm -hmm. I really encourage, just for what you said, I encourage right. people to get the book. Continue, please. Well, the second part of it is what are the key verses, because there are some, that Kingdom Now people use. Um, like, for example, Colossians 1, verse 13 says we've been transferred into the kingdom of his son, which makes it look like the kingdom is here. So I have a series of verses that they typically use that I uh, ref refute their use of it. And probably the most important section of it, which gets back to your initial question, is part three. Who cares? I mean, why is this important? And I give... Many, many reasons why I think it's important, but probably the primary reason is once the church gets confused about its mission, mm -hmm. once the church gets confused about its identity, it's going to get confused about its mission. Wow. And it's going to get into all of these sort of social justice type issues. Will you say that again, please, for our viewers? This is so important to hear. Go ahead. Yeah, once the church loses its pilgrim uh, we're passing through identity, what we do becomes confused. Uh, for example, if your business is failing and you, you hire a consultant, the first thing they're going to ask you is, why do you exist? Mm -hmm. And we really haven't asked that in a long time related to the church. Wow. Why are we wow. here? And if you, if you think we're the kingdom, then we're going to get about the business of doing kingdom functions, bringing in social justice, fixing global warming, bringing in universal health care. Not that uh, we shouldn't be concerned about political things, but those things take the priority. And what disappears is the preaching of the gospel. Hello. <laughs> and, the, and the great co-mission, as I like to say, comes the great omission. Now, can I stop for a second Absolutely. and say this? Um it's been a while, and I don't think it's improved since then, when Dr. Bill Bright, when he was alive, did a survey and found that about 2% wow. of American Christians 
regularly share the gospel. Yeah. Isn't that something? 2%. <clears throat> That's tragic, and I could go around just in this area that we're here and um, find church after church that doesn't present the gospel regularly on Sunday morning. And you think about it, what good does it do to fill a person's stomach for with for 24 hours if their soul goes into an eternal hell? Let me just shake your hand because, <laughs> um, I mean, don't get me to preaching, but but it's so important what you've said. I have said the same thing. I've ne- you and I have never talked about this specific thing. And mm-hmm. I've said, what does it matter if someone's tummy is full when they get to the lake of fire? Right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Please keep going. And it's not like we're against humanitarian relief. No. But as as the church, all. we want to use that as a platform to preach the gospel always. Humanitarian and, relief, though, in so many areas of the church and in, in, in outreach has replaced the gospel. Right. And I think that's related to the fact that the church thinks it's the kingdom. It's trying to solve world hunger. It's trying to solve all of these, uh, you know, they call it structural racism and all of these social things. And the reality is we're not the kingdom. The king, Jesus Christ, is going to return one day and is going to implement all of that. That's right. So if that's the role of the king in the kingdom, which is yet future, and we're the church, not the kingdom, then our, our identity is different. Our calling is different. And we're here basically to reach and teach. We're here to evangelize and disciple. That's right. And we're not to impose kingdom conditions on this world. Now, I vote in every election, uh, but I do it to slow down Satan's kingdom (laughs) more than I'm trying to bring in God's kingdom, if you you can Mm -hmm. catch my drift Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. So I'm not against political activism. My concern, though, is sometimes uh, social-type issues, social justice issues, take precedence over why we're here. The Lord did not say to, to his disciples, go therefore and fix the world. <laughs> right. right? Right. He said, go therefore and make disciples. And the gateway to discipleship is the gospel of Messiah Jesus. Yeah. Right? And then then discipleship in the body of Messiah that is a light in the darkness right. to bring people out of darkness into his marvelous light, preparing for the coming kingdom. Yes. Will you talk about that? Yeah. Well, we're here uh, winning sons of the kingdom. That's right. Uh, We're called sons of the kingdom, Matthew 13, verse 38. And Paul says, Galatians 4, verse 7, if a son, then an heir. Absolutely. So what is the kingdom going to be like once it's set up? It's going to be fantastic. All of these social problems that I've been talking about will be a thing of the past. The nations will beat their swords, you know, into plowshares. Tragically, the United Nations today has that inscribed on their property, and that's king. That's a kingdom now mentality. It certainly, you know, is. you know, there have been more wars since the founding of the United right. Nations than there were beforehand. And the truth be known, I'm sorry if you're a real big UN fan, but I go to Rwanda, I go to the Congo, and I know the truth about a lot of things that, frankly, I didn't before, and um, they cause us more trouble than they sure. than they fix. But the thing is, is that we have a special identity and a special purpose now. And so replacement theology, we were talking about the first half of the program is Israel, replacement theology uh, has really done a number on the identity of the body of Messiah. And this kingdom now theology has done that. Right. Now, we're winding down the program today. And I think we should practice what we preach. Yeah. I think we should share 
with our viewers this gospel and pray for people to come to Messiah Jesus now. And if there's anybody watching who would say, well, that's me. I, I've, I, I've kind of wandered away from my identity. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, in my life, I've done that, Pastor Andy. And so um, today, could it be that the Spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit, has put us right in front of you to point you back to Messiah Jesus mm-hmm. and your identity as a born-again believer uh, to to get back about the business of the coming kingdom, the right. coming king. Right. Uh, so for those who need to be saved, know this. God loves you. Our Father in heaven sent his only begotten son, Messiah Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross He was raised from the dead. He has paid for your sins and my sins. And then he went back to heaven, Mm -hmm. and he is waiting to come back to Israel and sit on the throne of David. There's a rapture that's going to take place. We're going to talk about that in our next program. I can't wait. And the king is coming for us in the clouds any moment. But you you don't want to go to hell. It's a real place. And then there will be the lake of fire. It will be eternal torment. Why go there when there's mercy and grace for you today? Receive Jesus as your Savior. Um, and, and so, uh, Pastor Andy, would you pray for anyone who today would want to receive Jesus as Lord? And for those viewing who have been touched, I want to get about the king's business. Mm-hmm. Please do that, would you? Yeah. Uh, Father, we just uh, lift up right now anybody that may be watching that is being convicted by the, the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> we know that the Holy Spirit has come into the world to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And, and anybody within the sound of our voice that's under that conviction, we pray that they would respond the only way uh, a lost person can respond by faith, That's right. receiving what Jesus has done in their place as That's a free right. gift. And further, Father, we ask that you'll deliver them from confusion where they would not see their role right. uh, as a member of God's family today That's in right, terms right. of setting up the kingdom. But they're going to be a citizen of that coming kingdom. Hallelujah. And they're going to be ruling and reigning with Christ Thank under you, his delegated Thank authority. You, and help us to understand, even as Christians, that our faithfulness now uh, it, it rides to some extent uh, in determining um, the degree of authority that we will wield under Christ That's in the right. coming kingdom. Our position. And so yeah. we just ask, Father, that you'll do, you'll do this great work in terms of conversion and in terms of helping us under, understand you, our identity. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Call upon the name of the Lord. If you are praying with Pastor Andy, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. And, and, and turn away from your sins and receive this great gift that Pastor Andy was praying for you about. Mm-hmm. And uh, contact us. There's contact information on our screen. We have free literature to send you. Andy, as always, so great to be with oh, you. What a joy. Thank I you. I agree. I agree. Remember, time is running out not only for this program, but in this generation, King Jesus is coming any moment, see so you better watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D O V S C H W A R Z. 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.